should we do like an actual intro this go around? Because we didn't really do that last time. I just like made one after the fact. Uh, I mean, or just jump right into it. Um, I mean, I like to jump right in. And oh, I'm sorry, I'm putting on some pants. It's cold. I'll go. You go ahead. Okay, my pants are on. Oh, that's an important huh. thing. This is Pappy and the Pepper. I'm Pepper. There, I did. Well, it's not as though, um, you know, it's just cold these days. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something about introductions or whatever, but <laughs> it's it's really actually not cold these days. It's decidedly not cold. Well, I guess that so just depends on where you're at. You. We're in Missouri. Well, I am in my house, which is very cold, and I needed to put on some pants. I gotcha, I gotcha. Mm -hmm. I know Dad is reluctant to turn on the uh, AC and all, but you don't really remember yeah. what cold feels like, do you? Well, I mean, it's actually like Dad's house is kind of perpetually comfortable, like I don't know if he if the, if this house just gets good airflow or something or what, but it's like this is a very comfortable. House. Well, they sure knew how to build them a hundred years ago. Well, I think. Yeah, minus the asbestos and the uh, solid as fuck walls that you can't get a can't drive a nail through. Well, that's why it's so insulated and it's always so comfortable. It's because of all the asbestos. All the asbestos and the concrete rather than drywall. <laughs> and Walls. I've lived in some old houses and they seem to always be about really, really hard walls. Like, I've lived in like four, five really, really old houses and I can never get a damn nail in wall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a big issue uh, whenever I was rooming with you and your husband. Yeah. As a good, we tried a lot of methods of like sticky tack, but that never works. And freaking uh, command strips or whatever. Well, they do okay, but they usually like fall off eventually. Yeah, and if you get the heavy duty ones and they like the shit up out of the wall. Yeah, they take the paint right off the wall. Yeah, and then you lose your deposit. Yeah. Or at least a majority of your deposit. I think that it's pretty well established at this point that if you rent, you'll never get a deposit back because no matter how pristine you leave your house, it's never gonna be good enough and yeah, deposits aren't really meant to be given back anymore these days if you ask me. No, because they'll always find something, even if there was something that was, like, already there, like, something was already wrong with the house, they'll blame it on you. Even if, like, you well, know, I basement floods, you know, two days before you're about to move out, and you let them know when they just don't do anything, and then, you know, they blame you for the flood damage in the basement, even though it was, like, you know, naturally occurring floods because of 
a hellish amount of rain. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. got and dumped out the sky all at once. <sighs> yeah, and even though the basement, like, already had mold whenever we moved in, so, like, and we had complained about it multiple times, and they never did anything about I've it. I've got asthma but, now. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> but breathing does feel a little bit harder. Does yeah, it? sometimes. I don't know. Maybe I'm just out of shape, just... actually. That's just because you're getting old. Mm. The old, old age of 25? Yeah, he, you got it. You're yeah. 25. Yeah, uh -huh. you're 25. I think 25 is where you really start feeling old. I guess depending on, like, you know, e your emotional state and how well you handle things. Because I have noticed a very sharp decline in my energy level just from, like, being 24 and then I turn 25 and I'm tired all of the time no matter what I do well I must age fast then because I feel old I feel tired 24 7 don't you have like and uh, a weird spot on your brain though that kind of contributes to that it's not a weird spot on my brain it's what fuck how did they explain it it's my back the back of my brain dips slightly into like the hole in your skull where your spinal cord goes into it like dips in there more than it should or something my cranial cavity whatever something kind of cavity well that's just and that causes for you yeah, and that causes uh, headaches, although those have declined a lot since I got glasses. So I think the headaches were mostly because I needed glasses and no one ever knew. But, um, Not yeah, but you, I still get like. Nerd. Yeah, I, I didn't even know. I thought I was fine. I thought I was just like. I don't know. I thought I just like had a bad head. So I got headaches. Oh, I hear about that happening a lot with people too, where they have no idea that they need glasses and they think everything's supposed to look all fuzzy. And then they get some glasses and they're like, you know, it's a whole new world. Well, here's the thing. Before I got glasses, uh, like things didn't really look fuzzy to me. It was just that my eyes took a bit longer and I think just like a lot more uh work to focus than they should have and that was causing like strain and stuff like that uh the deal was that the reason my vision didn't look blurry is because it's really just one of my eyes that's all fucked up like yeah. the other eye is it's fine it's got it's got okay vision and everything but uh the other one is just like terrible <laughs> so like that the the good eye was just like working over so do you think that you could honestly get by in the world with a monocle possibly maybe you should get one of those at your next eye exam maybe just I for should. your bad eye you know because the other eye is fine and let's bring it back let's bring back the monocle uh, I will lead this expedition into uh, a better, 
fashion industry by introducing the monocle back into society? Well, I mean, if you... If you break one arm, you don't put a cast on both of them. You put a cast on the arm that's broken. So if you've got one bad eye, and you, and you could get an eye patch, even. I think that would just make my vision worse. <laughs> mm, not... Does not use that eye. Take out the factor of the bad eye. In fact, get it removed, and then it won't be a problem anymore because your good eye is still good, and you can still see with the good eye. And then you won't have to spend so much money on glasses. I would get like one of those pure white glass eyes, so I just have one white eye and the other one's normal, and I'd look sick as fuck. Yeah, you would look kind of sick. Yeah. Look like an anime character. <laughs> um, I'm trying so hard to find some way to tie this conversation into movies because we are um, technically listed as film reviews. Right. Speaking of anime, that's a form of visual entertainment. And you know what else is? Uh, uh, movies. Specifically... The movie I watched this week was, which one do I want to, uh, Dunkirk. I'll talk about Dunkirk. Tell me about Dunkirk. It was apparently- How done was Kirk? Oh, he was so done. He was like, Spock, bones. Mm. I'm, I'm finished. Get it? Because Captain- Yes. Okay. <laughs> Um, and then, what led up to him being so done? I gather there was a war going on. There was a war. It was from the POV, the point of view uh-huh. of the the British soldiers in the British and the French in World War Two. And it was it was like Dunkirk was an island. That's just like a few miles off the coast of Britain, I think, or some some place in Britain or whatever, England. You know, I can't keep all that stuff. I'm, not, I'm really bad at history. I gotcha. I'm bad at geography. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, which subject would it be? Both. <laughs> I'm bad at, and I'm terrible at both of them. <laughs> Maybe I just uh, uh, watch Dunkirk. Maybe I'll learn something. Maybe you will. I mean, I didn't know that, like, British and French soldiers were stranded on an island that's just literally, like, a few miles off the coast of their homeland or whatever, wherever that may be. Yeah, I'd, I'd, be, pretty, I'd be pretty done, too. Yeah. I'm surprised Kirk lasted so long. Yeah, but... Uh, basically, so they were, like, stranded on this island, and, like, the army, or, not not the army, their higher-ups didn't have enough ships to send them to, like, get them off the island, and the French were just, like, completely fucked, because all that they really cared about was getting the British troops off the island. Selfish. Yeah, or the... I guess I shouldn't just say British because there were also, like, Irish lads and stuff. So, like, English. Nah. They weren't too concerned about the French soldiers. Who is? I'm sorry, that was mean. I love the French. (laughs) I know. (laughs) One 
We're like one thirty seconds French. We don't talk about that. No. Um, oh, I love the French. The French are awesome. I was in France once. Oh, yeah, briefly. In- briefly, not, and only, like, on the very Did end. they seem kind of sore about the whole Dunkirk situation? No one really talked about yeah. it, so maybe they just... They, just, they try to ban it. I imagine <laughs> you probably wouldn't want to bring it up either because you don't want to, you know, bring up painful memories for them. No. This guy, very grim. Talking about if the French is bad memories of Dunkirk. No, the French are all Let me talk bad memories, them. dude. Historically yeah. speaking. Yeah, they haven't had a great time. No, is it? I mean, that dancing plague. Was that in France? Yeah, that was in France. That's awesome. Did you not? Oh, uh, you haven't seen the uh, uh, Shane Madey's puppet history uh, episode on that yet? I'm a little behind. I mean, it's only like three, four. Three or four puppet history. It's really videos, hard so. to keep up with that kind of stuff. Do you know how much TV I watch? Do you watch? I watch a shit TV? ton of TV. Hmm. So my movie I watched this week was um, the thrilling conclusion to the Back to the Future storyline. And it was my favorite one. I liked it. Yeah, and I think that might be a bit of a controversial opinion. I feel like I've heard people say that uh, the third one was the worst one because it was so fucking cheesy. Well, that's what made it so great. It's so full of cheese. I love all the cheese. Like, well, you kind of watch Back to the Future and not, like, just kind of revel in all of the cheese that's going on. Do you want to watch a serious movie, or do you want to watch Back to the Future? Because it's not like I go watch Spongebob and expect, like, mature content or anything. If I'm watching Back to the Future, I'm going to go in wanting that cheese. Yeah, honestly, I really like, like, kind of over-the-top cheesy movies. Like, have you ever seen Tremors? No. Uh, With Kevin Bacon? It's a rip-off of Dune, yes. Oh, I don't know. You, I guess so, because it's got, like, the underground worm things or whatever that can, like, sense movement. Well, ever since Dune, literally no one else is allowed to have giant underground worms that live in the desert. Without drawing, you know, well, the comparison to Shai Hulud, of course. Shai Hulud? That's the giant worms. Oh, okay. I wouldn't know. I've never read the book before. I need to. But anyways. You slog okay. through it. Great movie. Go on. Tremors. Tremors. Great movie. Uh, I can honestly say I think it might be one of my favorites. Really? And it is full of cheese. And bacon. And bacon, yeah. The perfect combination. I love some of that cheesy bacon. That's why I love Footloose so much. I've never seen Footloose, no, nor do I care to. I never actually saw it either. I just know that Kevin Bacon is in it. 
I have seen the famous scene, though, where he's just dancing out his frustrations. Mm. That's, like, the best scene ever. Because so many comedy shows were able to do that afterwards. I love those, like, really, really silly movie scenes that, like, just TV shows for decades afterwards just take it and then they roll and drop in that reference. He was just so upset that the town wasn't going to let him dance. He had to dance out his frustrations, man. I yeah, get it. and risk being executed. I know. Like, that just shows you how frustrated he was, that he was willing to risk his life to dance it all out. I think that's what happens in Footloose. They execute you if you do. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a public execution. Even a toe tap in your If I remember right, it's set in medieval France, right? Ah, uh, Was it in response to the um, dancing plague? The the dancing plague. They're just so against dancing. Well, that's what I thought it was about. They're Uh, so afraid of dancing because of the dancing plague. And then whenever Mr. Bacon shows up, they go, what, do you want to infect us with with dance? With your toe tapping feet. Stone him in the street. Or whatever they did back then. Hey. Hey, we made a rhyme there. We did? That was good. Oh. I wasn't paying attention. So, Tremors was pretty good, you say? It was also set in medieval France, right? Every movie is just set in medieval France. Well, I know that Back to the Future 3 was... Was it actually, or because I know there's a western scene? Tiny, how could France what? be western? We're the farthest west that there is, you silly. Little known fact about all movies they're all actually set in medieval France, but like they just try to modern up the clothes every once in a while, and not everyone can perfect the accent, so. They do the best. That's why I'm so confused about Dunkirk. Why didn't they care about the French soldiers whenever they were in medieval France? That doesn't make any sense. Well, life doesn't make Hmm. sense. You know, circling back to Dunkirk. Uh huh, because you never uh, finished your very formal critic review of it. Yeah, because you got me off topic talking about Tremors and Dune and stuff. But anyways, anyways, back to Dunkirk. Dunkirk, go. Dunkirk. Um, I can see why he was so done. Because, yeah, they basically just got stranded on the island and everything. Uh, uh, and it sucked. The Germans were closing in, getting closer and everything. So it's a pretty good movie. But... My one complaint about it is that the, like, uh, time frame of it was confusing a bit. What it what was so confusing like, about it if it was set in medieval France? Well, not the not the time. It's like I I think I already told you about this. It was like one scene is taking place at night oh, yeah. and another one is like flash forward and there's a lot of flash forwards and flashbacks because it's like different people's point of views and it's all at different times of like the same day and everything uh 
And it's like, you know, after the movie was over, I was able to, like, go back and tie it all together and be like, oh, yeah, so this scene preceded this scene and everything, and that's why this guy was here or whatever. But, like, at the time, I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Did it feel derivative? Because, I mean, Pulp Fiction did that, and they're like, the one who did that. Oh. Based on my understanding. See, I didn't. I didn't know that. I've never seen Pulp Fiction either. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. They say the N-word a lot. Oh. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> I didn't know that <laughs> slang existed. And I'm going to stop making the medieval France joke. It's It's run its course. It's run its course. But. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck was that? I thought we could use a laugh track. That didn't sound like a laugh track. Oh, I just looked one up on YouTube. Holy hell, that sounded like like demons screaming from hell and just anguish or something. It sounded like like a fucking like demon t-rex or something. well i mean that was they didn't say the souls of the damned it doesn't say where the laugh track is from okay i can hear the laughter and the clapping now but that first go around took me off guard and it, like it, it's that frightened me a little bit that's hilarious ah yeah. I'm gonna yeah. play that every time I make a funny joke. Okay. Okay. Hey, what were we talking about? Uh, film reviews. Dunkirk copied Pulp Fiction. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, speaking of films, I watched another film recently. What film was that? Pet Cemetery. The that, original, not the remake. That sounds awful. Well, yeah, but guess what? You're gonna love this. Mm, mm, tell me. There is a what like the main character's pet is a cat, right? And guess what the cat's name is? Pepper? Oh. No, it's Church. Church? The cat's name is Church. <laughs> like, does Stephen King also watch Red versus Blue back in the day? I guess so. No, it's, it was like a reference to Winston Churchill, yeah. but whenever I heard that, all I could think about was Red versus Blue. <laughs> that was funny back in the, the good old days. It was. What it was what it was, and what it was was... <laughs> Sure, it was like fourteen-year-old boy humor, but damn it, they had some funny bits mm -hmm. in there. I mean, how long ago would that have been? I a comedy for one well, it came out. But um, if I yeah. am understanding correctly, uh, Pet Cemetery is not a comedy. It is not. There was some funny parts. 
because of the ridiculousness of it or whatever, because, like, it, do you, uh, do you already know the premise of the movie? Um, okay, so I am not a horror film connoisseur. I know yeah, that it's right. by Stephen King, right? Okay. Yes. There yes. is a pet cemetery. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. assume some kind of weird magics happen. And then I yes. think the pets all come back to life and start killing everybody? Oh. No. You are oh, wrong. Then. Well, then the title doesn't really help me very much. Oh, is there, so there is a pet cemetery. Uh-huh. You got yep. that right. Um, who would have guessed, right? <laughs> but, uh, so, like, the their cat dies. The main character's family, their cat dies and everything. And their, like, neighbor, this old dude who you can barely understand, or at least I couldn't understand him very well, because he had, like, a, he went for a thick, French accent. like, mane. Not French accent, a thick main accent or whatever. Um, and so, anyways, it shows him the the pet cemetery, and the pet cemetery. It's just a regular cemetery, but beyond the pet cemetery is like an ancient Indian burial ground, and that hasn't like been used in years or something. <laughs> Uh, and he shows them that if you bury your pet there, then it'll come back to life. But there's a catch. They come back to life different. Mm, different? Like, like worse. Like, <laughs> like, like sort of like they had died, but then brought back to life via, like, weird necromancy or whatever? It, okay. Exactly. Um, so anyways, so he does that, and he, he finds the cat alive again, and he finds it different or whatever, but the main premise of this, of the story, the main plot is that, uh, he's got a, a young son named Gage, (laughs) our cousin's namesake, uh, that's literally where they got his name at, but uh, a young son named Gage who gets killed. That is sad. Do they bury him in the pet cemetery? Yes. They bury him in the pet cemetery, and he comes back to life, and uh, he starts killing folks and everything. But he's still just, like, a little baby. Like, he's only, like, two or three. He's only, like, two. He's so small. He's so cute. And he's just killing folks. And it's actually pretty funny. I don't don't think that a two-year-old could kill me. That's what I was thinking, because it's like, he, like, lunges at the dad with, like, a little scalpel knife and everything, and, uh, the dad's just, like, trying to fight him off or whatever, I'm just like, he weighs, like, 15 pounds, maybe. Yeah. Like, you could, you could easily throw You know what off. the problem is? Nobody wants what? to hit a kid, and I don't understand it. If he's, if I, if there's a little two-year-old... Coming at me, like going for my jugular with a with a knife. I'm gonna beat a kid into the ground. I will punch <laughs> that kid right out a window. You could so easily punt him. He's yeah. so small, and he's being a little jerk. Just swift kick. Yeah, he's being. I wanted to jerk. kick kids for less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
killed his mom, killed the neighbor dude. Uh, oh yeah, spoilers. I, I mean, After have we watched dead. any actual new movies? I would hope that no one would like. Okay, we've had yeah. Pet Cemetery is like <laughs> it's like from the nineties. Yeah. So our first one, our first podcast got four views, right? Yes, a whopping four we know views, and two of them were you and one me. of them was Corey. So we know three of them, who they were. Um, but there's one guy out there, or girl, who... Or girl, yeah, you yeah. don't know who it is. Or something And if they it. had not seen Back to the Future 1 or 2, then they got pretty spoiled. But, I mean, you think anyone clicks on our podcast with the hopes of hearing in-depth film reviews? I hope not, because they ain't gonna mm. get it. Yeah. So, I guess we could put up a spoiler alert at the beginning of um, each podcast, like, hey, we're going to talk about Back to the Future and Everybody Loves Raymond and also Pet Cemetery. So, if you don't want to hear about any of those things. <laughs> if you haven't seen Pet Cemetery, don't. <laughs> if you Be and you don't want to get spoils. Spoils. <laughs> Actually, I think that if we put a disclaimer about what we were going to talk about at the beginning of the podcast, then, like, nobody would listen. Not even our fourth yeah. mystery person. No, we want it to, to, to be a surprise. Let the conversation play. Yeah. I mean, this should probably be categorized you, you as something I, different. Honestly, yeah, because we barely talk no, about them. No, we are still reviews. Yeah, we talk about them. You and I are, like, terrible about staying on one topic because uh, one conversation leads to another, to another, to another. And by the point we get to, like, the last topic of conversation, I don't even know how we got there. Well, we just riff off of each other. There's no telling where we'll end up. That's how conversation works. Hell yeah. I... I think I heard a puppy. I heard a puppy? a puppy on your side of the conversation. I do have a puppy right here with me. How did she feel about Pet Cemetery? <laughs> 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 Comedically timed snort was terrific. <laughs> I didn't even know hey. you <laughs> She wants to be a part of it. Uh I don't think she cared for it too much because you know how much she loves cats. She loves cats. Too much. A little too, too much. Too much cat. And uh, she did see a little bit of some kitty dying action. So I don't think she cared for that. She probably much. didn't like it. That's why she keeps trying to talk about it. Yeah. She's being very vocal. Yes, she is. She doesn't like this topic of conversation, and she would like for us to talk about something She didn't different. like that movie, and she'd prefer if we talked about a different one, please. Yeah. I can hear her oh. licking. Really? Is Can the mic pick up that You have a really good microphone. She's not like... <laughs> I guess so. I'm just using like my headphones, because she's nowhere... I mean, she's like near me, but she's not like right next to me. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, you can hear her. I think that the licks are approval that we're going to move on from the scary movie about pets dying. Yeah. yeah. New topic. Um, no animals died in Back to the Future the 3, spoiler alert. Hey, so that automatically makes it a Emma movie. would definitely prefer it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you haven't really gotten to talk about Back to the Future 3. Give me okay. a rundown. So, what was your thought process during this? This wonderful. My thought movie? process during the movie. Um. Yeah. Well, I guess I was mostly just. What are What are your What are your critiques? My critiques. Why Doc throughout the whole movie keeps saying like, whenever we get back, I'm gonna destroy this time machine because it's brought us nothing but trouble. And then Doc doesn't make it, and Marty goes back to the future by himself. And then, guess guess how it ends? Doc shows up in a time machine. So he makes Yeah, he makes one. another one out of a train that runs on steam. And... How does that... How? I know, the first one, they're like, we need how uranium. Uh, by the third one, it's like, I can just make one out of a train car, and we can use steam power. And also, the train car can yeah. fly. So... Why aren't train cars just like like hopping through time willy nilly all the time? Because you know, if all it takes is steam. I guess power. Doc's the only one who's figured it out. He managed to make the flux capacitor work with steam power. Whatever the hell. I think really Marty should have let Doc stay dead. He, he does have too power. much power. His mind is dangerous. There's no like. I think so many bad things could happen, and I'm really worried for the Back to the Future universe that this man <laughs> has been unleashed upon it. I think he should have stayed dead. Uh, you, maybe you and I talked about this um, on uh, just the phone, not on podcast. But uh, I think that what's really going on is Doc just has time travel powers. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't want that secret to get out, so he's just pretending to keep making uh, shitty time she- time machines. And, <laughs> he keeps having yeah. to throw on more like scientific mumbo-jumbo to try and explain away how it works, but really, he just has time travel ah, powers the yeah. whole time, but by the end of the third movie, he's just so lazy, he's like, yeah, it runs on steam or whatever. I gotta get that Johnson rod. <laughs> Johnson rod for your flux capacitator. It doesn't even exist. That's not a thing. He's it's just it so up. outside of the realm of scientific possibility. There's no way this man doesn't have superpowers. He can also fly. Well, he, he can, can make fly. vehicles fly at the very least. I don't buy that. Okay, okay, to be fair, there was hover technology in the year 2015 in the second movie. I wish that was true. We got hoverboards. But are they, like, hovering? (laughs) No. Wait. There's not, like, hovering skateboards. Or are there? (laughs) I don't know. I don't 
keep in touch with the world. Yeah, I feel like they've kind of fallen out of popularity, and also I'm really out of touch with society, but isn't that what they called the things that were, like, really popular there for all the vines for a while? With, like, two wheels on the side. It looked basically like a Segway with no handle. Didn't they call those hoverboards or something? Well, that's that's not a hoverboard. It's not hovering. It has wheels. They got, they were really close. It's not close. Were, <laughs> it's well, they were close the with the name. Oh, <laughs> they were close with the name. <laughs> <laughs> the laugh track made me laugh. <laughs> Sounded like some guy. <laughs> oh, that was perfect. We'll do it again. Hold on. Hold on. They got close with the name. <laughs> I wasn't That's expecting good, that good guy stuff. at the end. <laughs> it made me chortle. <laughs> I snorted. I didn't mean to. I know. I've been doing that so much lately. Yeah. I'm snorting up a storm. I don't, it's because Corey is just so dang funny. He makes me laugh all the time, and I just keep like, I don't mean to. I just don't, I don't like it. Talking about your romance. He's a funny guy. Uh, He makes me happy. He makes me happy. He makes well, that's me very happy. important. Ugh. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, I, never I never used to snort. Like that. Do you keep snorting cocaine? Think- Is that what you're saying? Well, yes, but I was more talking about the snorting uh, whenever oh. I left. Oh, hey, disclaimer. We were joking about well, the cocaine thing. I don't want to talk about my cocaine habit. Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer. I don't have a cocaine <laughs> habit. Wait. Okay. Go on. Okay. No, you've been having that problem too. Um, I think it might be allergies. Or it's something that happens with old age. And your sinuses start getting all weird. I mean, maybe. My sinus cavities are just like in decline because I'm so old. Ripe old age of 25. And and I keep snorting. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know who else is very old? Doc. Dad? Yeah. Doc. Yes, he is Mm -hmm. also old. He's like eighty, probably. No, 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 they don't touch. They don't on really that. touch on that, though. I though. wonder, though, with his time traveling abilities, how long has he been eighty? Good point. I said that's an excellent mm-hmm. point. Okay, so my fa- my favorite part of the know. movie is the very end. Whenever Doc and Clara are trying to get onto the DeLorean from the train car. Because if you don't know, uh-huh. there's not very many ways to get a car up to 88 miles per hour 
1885. And so they have to push it with a train car. And so yeah. Doc's driving the train car, pushing Marty in the DeLorean, trying to get it up to 88 miles an hour. And then he's gonna jump from the train car into the car car. And then Clara shows up because she loves Doc. Yeah, and, and it's wouldn't. it's so suspenseful. Ew, it's so suspenseful. It's the most <laughs> okay. And here's the thing, I I've watched Game of Thrones. I watched The Wire. Um, that was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the most on the edge of my seat I have ever been. <laughs> I couldn't. I was like, I was freaking out. I was like, what if Doc and Clara don't make it? Like, what if they don't? What if something bad happens? I couldn't stand it. It was so suspenseful. I mean, it's a great movie. Yeah, it really knows how to grab your heart and throw it around and shake it and stuff. Because, like, I'm not kidding. I was on the edge of my seat. I was so freaked out. And you know what happens? Doc and Claire don't make it onto the DeLorean. But it's cool because Doc has time traveling powers and he shows up later anyways, even though he said time travel's wrong and that needs to be destroyed. Well, now he's got two time machines to destroy. No, no, no. Like, he's just making more work. Yeah, actually, for the DeLorean got destroyed because it got hit by a train. Oh. A different oh. train. Yeah. That's karma. I guess. Maybe. Marty almost died, Maybe. which I think would have been a hilarious hey. way to end the film franchise. To end the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, Marty finally gets back to the future. He lands on some train tracks because, you know, that's where they, um, that's where he, like, took off from was the train tracks in 1885 that were incomplete. Gets back to 1985, and he's on the completed train tracks, and then a train hits the DeLorean. Whenever it very inconveniently breaks down again. And so that's another thing. Why didn't Doc get a better car for all of this? The DeLorean literally breaks down. It is literally the most inconvenient vehicle in the world. Why, what, why would that even be an issue? Like, if he's such a masterful engineer and scientist, shouldn't he be able to, like, fix it? Like, he doesn't know shit new? about cars, I guess. Because the DeLorean's always How breaking down. How a time machine out of one? How is it that he has the, the knowledge and the ability to create a time machine using steam power out of a train car, but he can't make a working just regular old vehicle because he doesn't he's not actually smart at all he's not he's not he's just creating mumbo jumbo nonsense words that sound kind of scientific no he actually just has time traveling superpowers his specialty stops strictly at ridiculous contraptions to feed his dog like and then that he doesn't get any smarter than that. Other than that, his only thing he's got going for him is magical time traveling powers. And the ability. And the ability to, to fly. fly. And make, or 
or make, make things levitate. Things sure. Like, so basically I think that the whole back to the universe is a conspiracy theory, not the one about nine 11, which that's also a thing, by the way, I don't know I, if you knew about that, but I've oh, look it up. There's a really fun video on YouTube about it. Um, <laughs> and the, the real conspiracy is that Doc was never a scientist at all. He was a demigod. Yeah. Oh. Well. Makes yeah. Sense. And so anyways, that's my formal review of Back to the Future 3. And Thank you. That's very good. Thank you. Oh, and another critique I have about the movie is that I know that it's, like, supposed to be kind of, like, uh, air quotes, wholesome movie, even though they show, like, the almost rape of Marty's mother back in 1955. And Mar yeah, not very awesome. incest, uh, rape. Um, but regardless of all of that, they were so unwilling to let Marty be a vigilante killer. And so here's what I have to say. In the year 1885, uh, Biff Tannen's old ancestor is still causing trouble, obviously, because something about the Tannens, mm -hmm. and no one wants to kill him. I don't understand. Like, if I were Doc or Marty, I would see this man and say to myself, this piece of shit is going to have kids that will have more kids that eventually become Biff Tannen, who is totally capable of all of these horrible, horrible things, who, very Donald Trump-esque, like, giant hotel ruined the year 1985, just an evil... They did actually, they did actually base his character I know. on Donald Trump. I know, hilarious, and it's very obvious, and you can tell. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm saying is he should have died, and the tannin line just didn't seem worth saving. No, 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 no. no. We draw the line at murder, rape, incest. Rape. That's okay. totally cool. Incest, totally. Someone cool. trying totally cool. to kill our but favorite I... characters, but we're not allowed to try to kill the bad guys. And so what I. No, draw the. I, I think that Marty could have really benefited the world if he would have just went ahead and wiped out the tannin line. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that the tannins were such like evil masterminds. They're evil people. I thought it was just like some jerk that he's got to it, deal with. It it runs deep. It runs That's real deep. deep. Damn, I think just the Back to the Future franchise itself runs deep. Mm -hmm. There you go. Demigods, it's a complex story. conspiracy theories. Yeah, false oh, yeah. predictions about 2015. About that one. There's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, and so yeah, to sum it up, my well, uh, formal review of Back to the Future 3 is Doc was actually a demigod the whole time, and he's not all that smart, and they should have just went ahead and killed Biff Tannen's great ancestor. Yep, right. and uh, I'm done.
finished. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all done. Great job. <laughs> That's all the homework I did. Mm-hmm. Leave it off at, at, at killing. What do you <laughs> think Dunkirk could have done better? Uh, they shouldn't have buried that kid in the pet cemetery. Yeah. Nope. They really shouldn't have. Because that really came back to bite them in the ankle. <laughs> if anyone's seen it, they'll get... Does the kid give somebody rabies or something by biting them on the ankle? No, he, like, cuts the neighbor dude's, like, Achilles Ow. tendon or whatever. Yeah, it's a terrible scene. You would hate it. Ugh. Yeah, I need to watch, like, some scary movies and then give my thoughts on that. That was the original, like, idea for this podcast, but you were like, Oh, I could do it. I'm just, I just get so scared. I was... I know you do. That's what will make it, I was scared at the end of Back to the Future 3. (laughs) How is it that, like, we've literally, like, as a family gone to actual haunted supposedly. locations. It, supposedly. We haven't, like, and we kind of lived, like, possibly in a haunted house for Supposedly. The jury's out on that. And yet, jury's out. Some weird stuff happened. Uh, and yet, you're, like, too scared to watch, like, scary movies. It's a movie! It gets Not really real. suspenseful. And I've never actually seen any fucked up shit in my uh, IRL. I can't handle it. I don't know. I think I'm desensitized. It just, like, doesn't affect me anymore. Like, sure, I I could still experience some jump scares. But, like, whenever I was a kid, if I watched scary movies, like, every once in a while, I'd get a nightmare. I'd have trouble sleeping. But now I just, like... Man, my, like, where I draw the line is I have to look away at gore. I, I have a problem. Yeah, you got, you got got a problem. I can't stand it. Like, ooh, I accidentally caught a glimpse of, like, the Oberyn Martell head squish scene. Spoiler alert. Ugh. Yeah. um, Makes me want to throw up. Yeah. They did really good on the effects on that, though. I said, I don't have an issue with gore because, like, like with '80s horror, I'm just like, I love the effects. I love the practical. Were the practical effects, effects good in Pet Cemetery? I mean, there wasn't really a lot to do. They like put some makeup on the kid. They made and then the they actually snapped that guy's Achilles you know. tendon, so there wasn't much to do there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they actually cut it. He could never walk again. Well, right? he's a method it. actor. <laughs> he's so mad. <method. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> oh, there is, like, one scene at the end of that movie that you would not like because it's Does just Does something gross. to do with the cat? <laughs> no, it's... So, the dude... Main dude, main character, uh, Gage kills her. Or, wait, I mean, his wife. Ugh. Uh... Main character's uh-huh. wife, Gage, kills her. His mom. And Gage's mom. 
And uh, he decides, even though all this happened because he buried his son in the the pet cemetery or whatever, or the ancient Indian burial ground, uh, and even though he had plenty of warning not to do it again, because obviously a bunch of people mm-hmm. died because of this, he decides to go bury his dead wife oh. in it at oh. the end, thinking like, oh, since she just died and is like fresher, it won't happen oh. this time. Uh, spoiler, it does. Well, see, <laughs> it happens it, again. okay. Uh, I interject myself into this universe and pretend like I was there. I would mm-hmm. hope, I okay, I would want to bury somebody and bring them back to life and all, and obviously they're going to be evil, but what if you could find some way to control them enough to make, like, you know, sick them on the other bad guy and just kind of make them brawl it out? I mean, what other the baby. bad guy? The bad guy was the... Well, the baby was Oh! Well, then that's just stupid. No, yeah, it was just, like, grief-driven him wanting his wife back, so he went and buried her. That sounds the, like a very stupid man. As well. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't too smart. <sighs> he was not too smart. Uh, so he does that, and it's like he's waiting for her to come home or whatever and she finally does like that night and her face mm. is all fucked up it looks gross she's like missing an eye and there's like stuff leaking out of it you would hate it it's gross but like they did a good job did on she kill him it was good good he yeah, sounds like did. a dumbass yeah but now you got a crazy zombie lady running around yeah i'm sure someone will get her Maybe. Wait, does uh, coming back to life <laughs> from the pet cemetery give everybody, like, super strength or something? Just, like, very... Uh, I mean, possibly, I guess, because, like, Gage, whenever he came back, he was a strong little baby. He managed to take down a grown man, his own mom, and he, like, held his own against Damn. his father. <laughs> So maybe hmm. it does. So maybe that time whenever we were shit talking about how I just like punt the kid or whatever and I don't see why it's such a big deal. Maybe it was a maybe, big deal. Maybe maybe you're wrong. Maybe it was a big deal. Hey. Maybe that baby was just like to <laughs> take off his little baby onesie and he's got like a like six pack, he's just jacked. He calls his dad, <laughs> <Yeah. Lord. laughs> oh. I've come to take you out, boy. soy boy. Goo goo gaga. Well, we've almost been talking. Yeah, for I an think hour. it's time. We both gave pretty in depth reviews of our respective films. Yeah. You know, maybe we should only do, like, one film each, because I talked about, like, at least three movies, and you talked I've about I've only one. watched one movie this week. Well, you need to step up. You step need to stop watching up, so dude. many movies. I got a lot of free time. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, what if we watched, hear me out, the same movie? Hey. Now... 
That would be an interesting out. thing to do because then <laughs> I feel like that's what what usually you would do if you were doing a podcast reviewing films is that both hosts would watch the same I know no it's better it's better try if it. one watches some off the wall movie and another one watches another off the wall movie and they both just try to describe it to each other Or maybe we could just watch the no. same movie this week. <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe we could. Do you want to pick, or do you want me I'm to? I'm going to pick, and I'll get back to you on it, because I don't know right now. Oh. You give it some thought. You come back to me. And uh, this has been Film Reviews with I'm Pepper. Pappy and the Pepper. I'm Pappy. Okay, bye.